Hello, I'm Jen Taylor, host of the Design Your Wedding Business Podcast. I am letting you know that I have created a great quiz that will help you figure out which of the eight CEOs you need to be working on and the tasks that would benefit you the most. I hope you hop down to the show notes, click the link and take the quiz. I promise it's a quick two minute quiz. And I can't wait to see what your feedback is. Thank you. Hey, I'm Jen Taylor, and you're listening to Design Your Wedding Business. As a wedding business coach, I've made it my mission to help creative entrepreneurs build streamlined workflows, processes, and procedures so they can grow their business and spend time on what they love the most, their craft, their family, and their lives. I understand how you feel, and I know it may not be fun to put in the work to build a well-oiled machine, but luckily for you, that's what I love to do. On this podcast, I'm teaching you how to take the stress and chaos out of your business, remove the guesswork, and discover a clear, profitable path to sustainable growth. Let's get started. Welcome to the Design Your Wedding Business Podcast. I'm Jen Taylor, your host. Today's episode, we are diving into TikTok and why we should be on it, what's the best content, and tips for creating videos. Megan Culkin is the owner of Magnolia Collective, a planning and design company that serves both North Carolina and Virginia markets. When not designing event spaces, Megan spends her time offering consulting for the wedding businesses, discovering foodie haunts in her hometown of Richmond, Virginia, and is trying to get her dog to cooperate for TikTok videos. Welcome, Megan. Megan, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I shouldn't say I'm really not a big fan of TikTok because I get like everybody else, I get sucked in and then my whole day is gone. So I do have a, you know, and now I've got my boyfriend into looking at reels all the time. I'm like, oh my gosh, I created that monster. Anyway, why should businesses look at reels and TikTok for their business and creating content? Yeah, absolutely. So I definitely got sucked in like a lot of people did at the beginning of COVID, but I have a marketing background. I went to school for comm studies. So I kind of looked at it more as like, how can I use this? Right. Like, and so it was just this puzzle. Um, and at the time, none of us were utilizing it. And kind of what I found, what I came up with is twofold, right? Like, one, this new generation of couples, that's where they're showing up. That's where they're looking, turning to for advice, for all the things. And we all know that that's not always the best advice or the, you know, it's a little bit skewed in numbers and biases and things of that nature. So unless we are showing up and providing that real time, like advice and knowledge for them, that's the only thing they have to go on. The other thing is that, you know, this new generation, they are like, if you're not there, they're done with you. They're just like, you're not relevant to me. I'm going to find somebody who is. Even if that means that they're brand new in their business and they, quite frankly, don't really know what they're talking about. So it is better to just show up and be present, even if you're not perfect on the platform, just so that they see you there and they give you the time of day. Otherwise, you become like in this kind of dreaded category of their mom sent them to you and or sent you to them. And they're like, yeah, we're over that. Right. And they look at us like a dinosaur, even if we do everything else, but we don't have the video. 
they're over it. Okay. What is the best content then for TikTok? Yeah, no, definitely. I think that really varies vendor to vendor. I'm a planner and designer, so I kind of come at it from that perspective. And in our in my coaching, I really look at uh, each individual vendor type and like what kind of works best for you. From a planner perspective, though, I think that what serves our couples really well and what performs the best is they want to see the behind the scenes. They want to see the stuff that goes wrong. They want to see any hacks, you know, any tips and tricks that you can give them, even if it's not perfect. Like, yes, everybody can like love and engage with a beautiful day. But for us, the things that they love are those mess ups. And because it's real and authentic and they can see that like that pushes the nozzle towards them saying, oh, I shouldn't do this because look what can happen, or I never thought about this going wrong. Those are always the fastest growing things for me. And it's a hard thing to kind of get over, kind of get over yourself, right? Of wanting to only put out the perfect. But if you can say like, you know, we had a sparkler send off one year. And I mean, you know, anybody who works in weddings has all kinds of opinions about sparklers, right? But Etsy has these matches that they're little matchbooks that stick on the end of the sparkler and it's like personalized and super great, but it's the flint is exposed. So once you've stuffed them and then you put it all in a bucket, now you've got all of these flints next to one another, next to these sparklers. And I took a video that like immediately got probably 4 million views of, you know, these sparklers just spontaneously standing alone by themselves near the dance floor, like, but just the jostling of them, one would go up and then we'd have to move the bucket. And, oh, now it's near the back door, but now the back door opened and the rustle of the back door next to the bucket, another one would go up. And it's like, you don't think about that until you've bought it and, you know, you're ready to go. So stuff like that is what people want to see and we're maybe not putting on Instagram or Facebook or these other platforms. Craziness, craziness. So we've got the TikTok part and then they move them over to Reels. Is Instagram kind of on the way out with the Reels and people are really just, this generation is really looking at just TikTok? So, you know, what's been really interesting for me is obviously their algorithms are all different, right? And they perform really differently. We have seen so many videos that performed okay on TikTok. And then we've removed the one, you know, from TikTok. So Instagram's not, you know, penalizing us or anything. And they performed 20 to 50 times better on Instagram because they're pushing out that content. They really want couples, they want people to stay on the platform, right? And so they want them to see these videos So even if we had a video that maybe got a couple thousand views on TikTok, we share that exact same video on Instagram and it's getting three million. So I think that it's valid. It's just different, you know, like as they're going to kind of combat with each other, but we can use that to our advantage, right? Like because a bride might not have seen my video on one platform, but then it went viral on another. And so then they automatically see it. And 
honestly, I don't care how they see it if they reach out on our website. Yeah, correct. So what are some of the things that you do throughout, you know, do you do TikToks throughout the day or do you set up a time to like during the wedding? I can see why you're doing them as you go. But normal day to day, you know, content, do you schedule that out? Do you think about it or is it pretty much just on the fly? Totally. So on a wedding day, that is something that I capture the content and on the day but I'm not making any videos that day. You know, the next day I'm going to sit down and create all of those videos. And the way that I think about it in on a wedding day is if I'm already, you know, sharing the cake cutting or the first dance or a photo of the bride walking down the aisle with her dad, I'm also gonna get toggle over on my camera, take a five second video and Now I've got my Instagram story and I've got 10 to 20 possible TikToks to use, right? The other thing is that I do, just like everybody else, is, you know, like at the beginning of the day or the end of my day, you know, I'm scrolling through just like everybody else. But if there is a sound that is going viral, you know, like, or you just hear it over and over and over again. I save it and I just kind of put a pin in it of like, how am I going to be able to use this sound for me? You know, like, how is this going to relate back? I do not set up a webcam and batch content for 45 minutes a day or, you know, things like that. But I do take time to absorb the content and figure out the sounds so that if an idea comes to me, I can say, oh, that's it. That's how I'm going to use Miley Cyrus's flowers song. So when you're pulling together these sound bites, where are you organizing those? Like, where is a good spot to like, okay, I know I want to use, you know, Miley Cyrus. I know I want to use, you know, the oh no thing. Where do you put those to go back and say, okay, now I can use that. Yeah. Or I want to use this. So I do it twofold. I just on TikTok, you can just favorite the music. And it automatically saves it into a folder. So I do that. But then I also have a running note on my phone where it's got like two sections. One that is sounds that I know I want to use. And one that is like, I have a venue tour coming up and I know I should grab a video while I'm there. You know, like, so I can go back and forth and I'm not reinventing the wheel when I'm creating a video of, what the heck kind of sound am I going to use with this, right? So that's what I'll do. A lot of times what I'll also do is just create the video stored in drafts and not upload an audio just yet because sometimes by the time I'm ready to post that video, that audio is not popular anymore. You know, I'm still posting videos in my drafts from November weddings. And if I had pre-uploaded all of those audios, some of those are super outdated, right? So. Sometimes I just know, oh, I know I'm going to have this first look moment. And then once I'm ready to post that day, then I go through and see what kind of matches what's trending today so that it performs the best that way. Okay. We've kind of talked about a little bit tips and tricks along the way, but what are the best tips on creating video? You know, we've talked about where to store. We've talked about what kind of content and like give us the top three tips on the creating the videos. So short form videos perform the best. 
So anything under 15 seconds is always going to be helpful. That's always my number one. Number two, if you have a video that is performing well, and if you have people who are commenting on it, always make videos responding to those comments because it pushes people back to that video and it pushes that video, that original video out on your For You page. So it's doing the work for you to spread your growth that much faster without feeling like you've got to create all of these viral videos because that's not really practical, right? Like, but if you have one video that people are asking questions on or something, just keep going back to that video and answer every one of those questions with its own individual video and like have the same music in the background, you know? So there's a common thread that if they see your comment and they associate it with, oh, I bet this is from that original video and it links it that way. And the third thing is people on TikTok, they want to see authenticity. So like you do not have to have your hair and makeup done. Like you can be walking out from the gym. You can be getting in your bathrobe, talking about like your dumpster fire of a day. That is okay. Like they don't care what you look like. They just want to see real life. They're almost repelled by the people who are so perfect all the time. So, you know, like having your feed that's totally curated, it's kind of what we've been conditioned to do, but it's not really what we need to do. We just need to show up and offer our brains and, you know, answer their questions. Awesome. So the last question is always the same for every interview. So what is your best piece of mindset advice? Yeah, I love that question. So people always say, like, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Like, that is how you should approach any kind of marketing, right? Like, but the thing about this is what I think with TikTok and Reels, everyone feels like they shut down and they're like, it's a whole new platform. I can't do it. I've got too much going on. The thing that I really try to drive home to people is like, we're already doing so much of this. Like, We're already taking the photos. We just need to take the videos. Or we already are answering these questions in emails. Or maybe we're even shooting Loom videos for emails to automate for our couples. Like, it's essentially the same thing. It's a way to automate your business in a way and be a living portfolio that works for you so you don't have to work as hard day in and day out. And if people can kind of take it that and view it in that way and understand that it's a tool and not just like a task that they have to do and a mountain they have to climb, I think it makes it a lot more approachable, a lot more easy. And, you know, at the end of the day, like it's something for us that we've seen conversion of clients and stuff. So it adds to our bottom line. So for me, you know, It's worth shooting a video and a photo if that means I'm going to book brides at the end of the day. Yeah. So where can my listeners find you for both planning or, you know, learning more about TikToks and Rams? Yeah, definitely. So we have just launched TikTok Consulting. Our website is I Do Magnolia. So like I do like your wedding vows. And then on all social media platforms, we're Magnolia Collective. So Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, you can find us all there. 
And I'm going to send over a quick kind of step-by-step of how to really optimize your TikTok content that can be available for all your listeners. And then we'll also give away, do a discount for our first coaching session as well. And that'll just be $25 off. And those are always one-on-one. So they're really catered towards what the individual needs. So we just kind of like look at your business and do kind of almost like a brand on it. And then kind of come in with personalized tips and tricks for ways to kind of optimize your growth that way. Awesome. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And all of these links will be on the show notes and in the description for the podcast. Well, Megan, I'd like to thank you so much for being on the podcast. This is, as for me, it's eye-opening. I know that I have to look at that as a bigger picture and not just go, oh my God, that's another platform. So thank you. And I can't wait to get on TikTok. Absolutely, Jen. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Design Your Wedding Business. Creating a clear path for your business takes some accountability, and I'm happy to provide that for you because I want to see you continue to move forward in your business. From consulting for business operations to rediscovering your passion for your business, I can help. Head on over to my website, jentaylorconsulting.com backslash services to learn more about how I can be your strategic partner. Talk to you soon.